This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. That's the number that you can call and get in touch with us and talk to us about, you know, your problems, your concerns, your likes, your dislikes, your, you know, favorite Disney character, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. We'd like to hear about all of those things because we care about you. 888-727 back again. Um, Now, MSNBC... And uh, Chris Matthews uh, talking about Democrats refusing to admit voting for Obama. This is kind of fun because uh, Democrats all over the country are running uh, as fast as they can away from Barack Obama. They will not even say they voted for the guy. They won't say they support the guy. This is, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Or approve of him. Right. They won't say that. And why? He's, he's terribly We've been unpopular told, right now. Why, though? Why is he unpopular? Because his policies suck. No, 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 no. He's unpopular because he's black. Oh, is that it? Yes. Remember, is this is what we've been told for six years. The only reason people don't like Barack Obama is because he's <laughs> mm-hmm. not like them. He's an other. He's foreign. Right. He's too different. He's mm-hmm. black, and we can't take it. Mm-hmm. So you would think by avoiding he's Barack Muslim. Obama. He's from what, Africa. Right. All Those of these the things, things, this we is what we're told. To- yeah. He wasn't born here, remember? This is what people who don't like him, that's the only reason. I mean, the guy's perfect, as Chris Matthews has said multiple occasions. The guy's a perfect guy. Mm-hmm. He's the perfect guy. How could you not like him? Mm-hmm. Well, then wouldn't Democrats here be trying to get racists to vote for them by avoiding? Why wouldn't they come on and take on this, uh, this, uh, this racial divide? Why wouldn't they say to their voters, look, I know you don't like the president because he's black, but we love him. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to stay away from him because of that. Of course, the truth is, the reason he's unpopular is because of his policies and has been because of his policies. The other side of this mm-hmm. is, if his policies were good, you wouldn't need to run from him. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. need, Ask in 2008 how many uh, Democrats ran away from uh, the president of the United States to be. Uh, Barack Obama. How many people wanted uh, to have him? Total number uh, of. Uh, there's a. Uh, wait, you carry, mm, they carry the two, mm, bring down the one. None. No, zero. They no, all loved him then. Yeah. Now that he's done his job for six years, they can't get away from him fast enough. Chris Matthews had a, a thrill going up his leg for him. Remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Now, let's see what they're saying now about uh, the Democrats and their cowardly run from Obama. Both candidates were recently approached on the street by Republican trackers, but refused to say if they voted for President Obama. Let's watch the Imperial react. President Obama. Ms. Nunn, did you vote for uh, President Obama in 2008 and 2012? Would you leave her alone? Senator Begich, did you vote for Obama in 2008 and 2012? 
There's more than that. That's too. the way people walk past guys more you know, trying to get a buck or a quarter from somebody. It's like but Obama's got Ebola. One day you know I, should... what I, mean? I didn't know it was near him. I didn't touch. <laughs> I'm glad he's noticing it. Yeah. Uh, he's correct on that. Yeah, uh, and they missed a few that weren't accosted in parking lots too. There, there's been people who wouldn't say at uh, in, in interviews, sit down interviews with uh, and and at uh, Grimes, debates. Uh, there was another one in the debate. yeah, Allison Grimes, and then the debate from Gene Shaheen. Oh yeah, uh, she wouldn't say she supported him. Here, here's a look at that. Let's uh, take a look at the Shaheen situation. From yesterday. Do you approve of the job President Obama is doing? Now, there'll be a chance to follow up, but this is a yes or no answer. Do you approve, yes or no? In some ways, I approve, and some things I don't approve. <laughs> so, don't you know, like, like most questions that we deal with as policymakers, there aren't simple answers. Yes, there are. Um, yes or no? Yes, no. She said, you'll be able to follow up. Just tell me yes. Generally, yes. Or no, do you generally support his policies? Do yeah. you generally approve of the job he's done? Yes or no? That's such a simple question. Like, for example, if you were to ask me, do I like grilled cheese? My answer would be, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Now, now it, a follow-up. Okay. Do you like every single version <laughs> of a grilled cheese sandwich? For example, Swiss cheese on rye bread. What if I were to put cheese on between two pieces of bread. Would you enjoy that? The answer to that would be no. No. See. I don't like that. See. Now, that is, uh, that's a way of saying, well, let's say I basically don't like about 1% of grilled cheeses, mm -hmm. which is about the uh, percentage of time Gene Shaheen has voted against Barack Obama. 1% of the time. 99% yeah. of the time, she's voted with him. Now, obviously, if Barack Obama is not toxic, you could say, yeah, I think he's done a great job. There's some things I disagree with, but yeah, he's done a great job. Instead, she can't even come to that point. <laughs> That's amazing. Even though she's voted really with him amazing. 99% of the time. So you're essentially, you're essentially at that point rating your own job performance. She can't even say her own job. She's done, even she has done a good job because she's mm. doing the same thing he's doing. Keep in mind, this is New Hampshire. Yeah. This isn't Florida or... Or even Ohio, which is sort of a you know split battleground state. This is New Hampshire, as solidly Democrat as you can pretty much get in this country. I, it's not New York, but it's not. You're right. It's not. It's, uh, it's not it's Ohio. Close to Massachusetts. It's about the same. They're right next to each other. They, you know, they they have a lot in common with one another. It's uh, yeah. It's amazing that. That he would be so toxic in New Hampshire that Gene Shaheen can't even admit, yeah, I support him generally. And they and, lead up to that the good question. They said his approval rating is 38 percent, 38 to 40 percent yeah, in, in New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And so Scott Brown's made a big deal out of the fact that Gene Shaheen has voted with him 99 percent of the time. She references that in her follow-up uh, answer to another question and doesn't deny that she has voted with Obama 99 percent of the time. But what she's focused on is what she's done for New Hampshireites. Mm -hmm. That's what she's focused on. Yeah. Not how often she votes with the president. She's focused on the people of New Hampshire. And the, like little six-year-old uh, Billy, who was born without eyelids, she went ahead and got him plastic eyelids. She did. He can now close his eyes when he sleeps. Yeah. Well, he, he closes the plastic lid and he kind of he snaps them shut. Uh, at night, because there's a little, there's a little snap there, and uh, he could do that now, thanks to Gene Shaheen, those kinds of things. She has to go to that kind of Democrat, that kind of progressive tactic, where 
Well, I'm just talking about individual people here. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking to New Hampshireites. I'm not, I don't even care about the president and national politics. You're a senator. You have to care about that stuff. Yeah. Um, and she uh, has a chance of going down here. I, I mean, I still think she's the how favorite. How close is it? I'm trying to pull that up here. My computer, I forgot my other computer at home today, so my, my backup computer is here, and it's not working very well. Oh. Um, but at some point, I would say by next hour, about halfway through next hour, we'll have that poll result for you. Okay. We'll look forward to that in the meantime. Here's Robert Reich warning the GOP could change the rules. If Republicans get enough votes November 4th to take over the Senate, They'll use a tricky, little-known maneuver to try to ram through their right-wing policies. The maneuver is called reconciliation, and it requires only 51 votes to pass major tax and budget you legislation. Mean like instead of the 60 votes usually required to pass legislation huh. in the Senate. Mm -hmm. If Republicans win this November, they'll have those 51 votes. Mm. That could mean more tax cuts for the wealthy, including bigger tax loopholes for Wall Street and bigger tax subsidies for oil companies, oh, paid no. for with cuts in Medicare, Medicaid, and education. You don't have to They'll also for tax do cuts. whatever they can to backtrack to on affordable health care and take us all back to when people with pre existing oh, conditions could not get insured. They pushed for all this before, but if they take over the Senate, they'll be able to pass legislation. And Mitch McConnell has so? threatened to shut down the government again <laughs> if President Obama doesn't sign it. Republicans can call this their grand I mean, bargain, but our... it will be a bad bargain oh, for working Americans. I, I, I say, Don't let question. them get control of the Senate. Is it possible that MoveOn.org thinks their, their members are that stupid? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, because yeah. you have to be... Why do you think we have Obamacare? Because of reconciliation, they used it to jam through when they didn't have enough senators to do it the normal way. Uh, and, and by Harry the way, Reed. that's not what it was for. And by the way, not as he even mentions there, it's for budget and tax purposes, not for new health care programs. But they used it for that anyway to get Obamacare through. Reconciliation is something that they used to get their signature legislation passed. The other thing you can call reconciliation is the nuclear option. Now, Harry Reid said over and over and over and over again when Republicans were in office that he would never do that. He said at the beginning of this term, I would never do that. I would this that is evil stuff. I will never do it. And then he did it. Now, Republicans threatened it many times. Never did it. Not one. They didn't ever do it during Bush. Harry Reid just did it. What was that in 2012 or was it say, 2013? Yeah. So they've already done it, and he's complaining about the fact that Republicans may do it if something happens in this election. And of course, it hasn't happened yet. And like, let, let's say you forget oh that gosh. reconciliation was used previously, and that by Democrats. Let's say you forget about that; you didn't know it. You should know, however, how a basic bill gets passed, which is the House and Senate would pass it. And then the president would have to sign it. And they throw this in at the very yeah. end. Well, they might uh, shut the government down if the president doesn't sign it. In other words, the Republicans can't pass uh -huh. anything. They can't get anything into office unless President Obama signs it. All he has to do is veto the bill. All he has to do is veto it. And then you and have then, to get 60. And then you can't do the reconciliation right. to get the bill passed. So reconciliation is literally of no consequence whatsoever, no None. matter what happens. So he's trying to make this scary, scary scenario of something that hasn't even occurred yet, that's not even possible yet. And he's trying to already frighten Democrats into getting out. And they're doing anything they can right now to try to excite their base and to try to get people out to think that this is catastrophic and you really must pay attention and get out and vote. 
And I, I think they're really trying to do that with the with the black vote, too, because Obama the other day was saying something about your cousin. Get your cousin Pookie off the couch and get him out to vote. Did you hear him uh, saying that? That was a character, I believe, in uh, New Jack City. Uh, the fine documentary Pookie? about uh, Nino Brown, uh, the mm -hmm. uh, drug dealer uh, in uh, the uh, uh, inner city area, um, mm -hmm. played by Chris Rock, uh, was Pookie and he in was that particular Pookie. film. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if he's talking <coughs> about Pookie, uh, per se. I think se. he was. It sounded like a, like a stereotype of some sort. Of lazy uh, person mm -hmm. who's sitting around mm -hmm. on the couch. And again, Go get like, your cousin Pookie, who's on the couch right now watching football. And get him to vote. And once again, uh, we, we bring this point up. This is all they depend on. They depend on people who have no idea what's going on with these topics to win them elections. We, we, uh, the other day, I think it was on uh, the pre-show for radio, we were talking about where Democrats and Republicans spend their ad dollars. Republicans spend their ad dollars on the Golf Channel, on the History <coughs> Channel, on, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other, obviously Fox News was up there. Democrats, E, Entertainment Television, Comedy Central, right. uh, all of these things that where you would watch something to specifically get away from the news. You'd want to get you mm -hmm. want to hear about how Renee Zellweger looks today, whether you approve or not. You're going to go to that channel and you're going to see a commercial for the Democratic candidate. You're going to go see interesting things about World War II history. You're going to see a Republican ad. I mean, it tells a lot about the way they go about it. They see their own people as dumb enough to fall for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, forget the reconciliation part of it, which is at least a little complicated. The bottom line is, he, Barack Obama would have to sign it. And if he doesn't, if he vetoes the bill, it would have to go to 60 votes, which means you couldn't use reconciliation. So reconciliation is completely not an issue at all. Reich didn't even mention the House. It was all like everything, every bill is up to the Senate right. and the Senate only. Yeah. And so if the Senate passes it, and then the only thing standing between it and and you is the president. Well, wait. He's there's your another guy. chamber. Right. He's well, yeah. your guy, yeah. and there's another chamber that also has to vote on. And that shows that they've given up. Yeah, they have given up on the uh, on the House completely. There was yeah. a time where they were going to win it back. I think we had people saying they were going to win it back. I think Pelosi Rem said. Remember Debbie Wasserman Schultz uh, played. Uh, we played the video on this program in which uh, she said very specifically that. Democrats were going to run on Obamacare. Yeah. They were going to be leading. When's the last time you heard anyone mention <laughs> Obamacare except in a negative way, one of these candidates? Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Except for denying they would ever talk about or would ever vote, it, vote for it. I mean, there's a couple, uh, you know, um, uh, governors running in very liberal states that have brought it up, but largely completely ignored mm. by the people that should be touting it as their main accomplishment. It's fun to see. It's actually uh, kind of fun to see. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. The other thing I wanted to mention is uh, Ed Schultz. We we talked very briefly yesterday about the pre Pew research study on uh, news media and who's most trusted. And actually, the Blaze performed incredibly well for a brand new fledgling mm. uh, news channel. Uh, basically, it's 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 a uh, it's unbelievable. Really, we beat Fox News in most trusted. That's incredible. Um, but anyway. Uh, Ed Schultz took a look at the Pew research, and he apparently didn't understand exactly what he was looking at. Uh, he, he is considered one of the least trusted news sources across ideological lines, according to the research study. But he didn't seem to catch on to that. 
Here's, uh, here's what he said. He tweeted out, Thank you, Pew Research. Survey shows the people who pay attention to facts. Trust me. No. It showed that you're one of the least trusted people in the world, Ed. <laughs> uh, so funny. Now, uh, he, all, now he didn't realize that, A, uh, he was not trusted. He was one of the least, uh, lowest of the entire study. Um, and also, um, a separate portion of the study looked at more specific degrees of ideology. Unfortunately for Schultz, his program couldn't be included in that part. Why not? Quote, Think Progress, Daily Coast, Mother Jones, and The Ed Schultz Show are not included in this graphic because audience sample sizes are too small to analyze. <laughs> kind of fun. Triple is the phone number. Mm -hmm. Back with more in just a moment. We're sorry. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I, I like the uh, end of the article, though. They say if Schultz can't gain more people's trust, may he at least keep his can-do attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that, Eric. Well, six days now, and no new Ebola cases. Yes. Not in Dallas, uh, not anywhere in the United States. I, I don't know what's happening in West Africa right now. At least not that they've told us about. We found out but, about another yeah. one that they hadn't told us about who just got released from the hospital because he wanted to remain anonymous. Wait, what? Yeah, he, was, uh, he went to Emory Hospital as well. Uh, it happened uh, in the middle of the... Uh, while ever, all the other cases were going on, there was someone else at Emory being treated for Ebola, was released, he's feeling better. Oh, literally literally had, had a choice? It? Oh, yeah, he had it. But he didn't. He didn't want people to know, so they didn't tell us. I didn't realize the others had a choice. <laughs> he yeah, no. didn't want people to know. Yeah, he asked uh, to be anonymous. I, I didn't realize that that was an option. I didn't. Either. I did. I don't know that you Nina, know, uh, Nina Fan did either. Yeah. yeah. Or Rachel, what's her Vilson? Right. Vincent. Vincent. Mm -hmm. Her last name. Or Duncan. Or That's Duncan. Right. He didn't. I don't, apparently, they were all like, "We we need the hype." Uh, of this Ebola stuff, <laughs> big time. I I want some uh, I want some pub on this thing. I want everybody to know I have Ebola. It was me. I am puking like a pig right now. I want everybody to know about it. Okay, I'm bleeding out my eyes, and I have explosive diarrhea, and I want to shout it to the world. I lied about it to get into the country. <laughs> But I want people to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's crazy. Uh, I didn't know about that. Anonymous patient who anonymous Ebola patient. Um, he was wow. uh, released from Emory while uh, being declared virus-free. This is two days ago. How did he get it? Where did uh, he come He from? was in, I believe, Liberia as well. Again, oh, okay. this, my computer's running very slow. Oh, by the way, the update of the last break was uh, Gene Shaheen's up three in the polls right now. <laughs> so we got to that information. So your computer didn't take an hour and a half. No, it was very quick. Wow. I mean, we're talking only 15 minutes, a little pretty webpage. Good. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, it's like the old days of dial-up. 14.4 baud. <laughs> And then, you know, you'd be downloading like this, and then you'd walk away and have lunch and come back, and it'd be a little bit more, and then it would finally show up on the whole page. Remember, remember those? That. You don't remember I, those I days. You're way too young for that, right? You're way too young for You're under 1,000. Yeah. Don't remember uh, those. They were in West Africa. We don't have an exact country. Uh, they were uh, admitted into the hospital September 9th and released on Sunday. And we didn't know anything about it through this entire Ebola thing. That's From one of the, in one of the hospitals where the other patients were sent. So that is a total of four then, 
right? Four <sighs> patients. Well, you got to include the, the first one, one that died. There's two doctors. Two nurses. Right. Before this, there's oh, the yeah, two right. doctors. Right. Then there was the one we didn't know about. Then there was Duncan. Then there was two nurses. So we're up to six. Six altogether. Okay. But just the six. Just the six. And it's been six straight days of no new cases, other than the one we didn't know about, but he was from before. Right. So, so we're I'm not sure that. there's no cases we don't know about. Now. No, no, they're telling. No. They're being completely honest with us now, Jeffrey. No, yeah. now everybody else wants complete publicity on this. Okay, I'm sorry. And we're we're sure of that. We've we've surveyed everybody else who may have Ebola or is thinking about getting Ebola, or or possibly might develop Ebola, and we've asked them, hey, will we be able to publicize this? And they're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I really want everybody to know about mm -hmm. it. Uh -huh. So don't worry about it anymore. Okay. We'll know about every single case. So we know about every single case now, and there are none. So I think we can uh, safely turn our attention to ISIS. Oh, good. Okay? Mm -hmm. The other potentially catastrophic situation going on right now. Because we can't even figure out what to do. Where, do we kill them, or do we help them kill us? We're having a hard time there. We're a little confused. I'm torn on it. Uh, I, don't yeah. know. I don't know what the right answer is there. <laughs> well, we dropped them supplies. We dropped them food mm -hmm. and uh, some steaks and some lobster and uh, beluga caviar, and uh, we airdropped them, and then we're like, wait, oh my gosh, was that ISIS we gave all that food to? And they're like, yeah, thank you. Oh. And we said, darn it, God, oh. crap. And then uh, we just dropped them some supplies of weapons. Uh, and are we taking a look at, is that, is that what this is now? Here's a little, uh, here's a little footage from ISIS <laughs> looking over their American uh, airdrop where they received supplies that were intended for Kurdish forces, but ISIS got them instead. That is so nice Oops. of us. Oops. Oopsie daisies. <laughs> Darn it. You weren't the Kurds? Oh, well. Uh, you know, go ahead and use them since they're yours now. We'll just... Uh, got some grenades. Nice. Yeah. Got a yeah, few grenades. grenades. A couple hundred grenades maybe in there. That's uh -huh. kind of nice. Looks nice. like they got some paper towels. Uh, as well in the other package. Well, you need some bounty. Yep, you gotta need you know? some bounty. A little uh, toilet paper. It's a quicker uh, picker upper. Yeah, ibuprofen maybe. You know, just in case you got some aches and pains. You know what would have been cool is if we would have tainted all of this stuff with some sort of disease, like Ebola. We give them all Ebola while they go I through it. I like it. Oh, that would have been rockets. good. That's but that's nice. not what we did. No. So Well, we don't. Well, huh? We may have. They just didn't tell us. No, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, that would be awesome, though. That would be awesome. That's why we know they didn't do it. Look at these douchebags. Oh, my gosh. I do not like them, Sam. I am. Oh, what's that? Nice oh, that's nice. What, what, what and what is there? that? That's a little... A little treat? Oh, there's a, a treat. little English muffin in there? Or what's going on? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. It looks like a, a some sort of explosive device. Oh. Um, that should be nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, a grenade right in there. It's okay. great. Nice. Oh, wow. I'm glad they got this stuff because, mm -hmm. honestly, I'm just glad my taxpayers went to pay for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always important for me to be able to help out somebody. You know, so you, a lot of times you think, oh, well, you know what, charity, sometimes you, you don't need it to be close to home. You want to mm -hmm. help uh, a group like ISIS get on their feet. They're a, a new mm -hmm. state. They don't really have everything going yet. You need to help them out. <laughs> You're right, Pat. I'm really torn between the killing them and helping them kill what do you us. Do? What do you do? Seriously, what do you do? That's, a, that's, our, that's our hot topic on I the phone know. lines. Triple eight seven twenty seven back Kill should, them should we or kill ISIS or help, help them kill them us? Kill us. Triple eight seven two seven back if you can figure it out because we're stumped. Mm -hmm.
just like the uh, just like the American military seems to be. Uh, Iraqi Kurds, though, recently um, they, they are they are going after these guys on the battlefield and uh, in social media too. They did just did a musical parody mocking them, and uh, the video aired on Kurdish TV. Here's a look at what they've done with subtitles. We are ISIS. We are ISIS. We milk the goat even if it's male. <laughs> it's a sort of a Middle Eastern slam that doesn't really relate here. Oh, yeah, they have the male goats. <laughs> Fake beards and a uh, uh, little sword fighting going on. Those Kurds are long musical interlude for a parody here. Yeah, it really is. We have no knowledge in our brains. We attack the town of Sinjar. We have no knowledge in our brains. We scare women and children. Our Khalifa is bearded and our brains are upside down. Our hope is to kill. That's why we have no future. We are ISIS. We are ISIS. We milk the goat, even if it is male. <laughs> okay, that loses a little something. In translation, oh, I'm thinking. Pissed. Oh my gosh! Oh. We don't milk male oh. goats. <laughs> wait, what? we're not bearded. Yeah, well, wait. I, I guess we are. I don't so. believe in the ideology of our ISIS. brains are not upside down. That's well. That's damn good. you. I I really don't. I don't believe in the <laughs> ideology of I, ISIS. I don't. Uh, th you know, I don't think that they should be doing what they're doing. And I you know understand that our military is doing a good job stopping them. But there are lines you don't cross, and you don't say that they're milking goats even if they're male. You no, don't do, you that. Don't do that. that. That's way over the line. That's, that's okay, Kurds. Uh, Geneva uh, Convention. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Pat. That. Yeah, you don't. I mean, look. You want to say rules that, even in war. You want to say that they don't milk female goats well. Okay. Maybe I'll go there with Maybe. you. But to say that they would milk goats even if they're male is way over the line. That's Hague stuff. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. I It's gonna be in your head all day. And you're welcome. Hey. Yeah. Kick it one time. Got a good beat. Easy. Uh, Heather Ann says, next thing you know, we'll be dropping ice to some cute little teddy bears. Yes. And meanwhile, meanwhile, while we're doing all this, uh, the Kurds are blasting them with dirty songs again, are you? that are so cutting. We're about to break out some of these insults on you, Jeffy. We've been saying cute little things like you're fat and stupid. How about this one? How about you attack the city of Sinjar? <laughs> what if we? What if we say that about you? Yeah, we're gonna. You don't, yeah, you don't want none of that. They're you don't want fight. none of that. What don't, if I say? No, don't. What if I say? Don't. Your brain is upside Holy down. Holy crap! <laughs> I'm about ready what to come about back that one? Steps. 
Take that. People don't realize that uh, <laughs> that World War II was, did not start with Pearl Harbor from our side. There was actually someone said FDR uh, had milked a goat even if it was male. Right, right. And that's how it started. Remember that? Yeah. So, we were like, yeah. ah, Pearl Harbor, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an island. I mean, we were we pissed gotta, about it, but there. we were willing to let it go because yeah. it was clear out in uh, you know, the uh, Pacific. Hawaii. Yeah, come but on. then they said that FDR milked a goat that <laughs> might have been male. Yeah. Well, that was so, too much. There you go. Uh, so we, there is some, uh, <laughs> there is some shockingly more serious news than the uh, uh, Kurdish uh, parody song going on Where? today uh, in Canada. Canada has uh, been a mess the last couple of days uh, yeah, no. with uh, some really crazy stuff going on, including a, a shooter today and uh, another attack yesterday. Um, let's go to Brian Lilly, who's from Sun News up in Canada. Brian, you there? Yeah, I am. Uh, well, I'd like to say great to speak to you guys because it normally is, but uh, the news kind of is uh, is awful today here. Okay. Yeah, so this happened how pretty close to where you are, right, Brian? But the perimeter is just outside my window. Um, my office is steps from Parliament Hill, and uh, there have been mm. three shooting locations so far. Uh, we are hearing everything from one shooter to some telling me uh, from security officials they suspect as many as five, wow. and we're wow. hearing reports that two are down. So this is an ongoing situation, but it started this morning just before 10 o'clock Eastern with someone going up to a soldier who was at the National War Memorial. We've got a Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. A ceremonial guard is there, um, you know, and, and just shot the guy twice in the chest is what I'm hearing. They shot us, uh, the, one of the ceremonial guards? Shot one of the ceremonial guards. Now, this National wow. War Memorial is steps from Parliament Hill. So then, um, mm. Toyota Corolla with no plates on it, guy jumps in that, drives up right in front of Parliament. P police and others are giving chase on this guy. He abandons the car right outside the security gates where pedestrians can walk through, but cars can't. Runs <clears> up <throat> into the center block of Parliament. It's like going into the U.S. Capitol building. All of this, again, just like couple of blocks from each other, runs into the middle, up through the door that members of parliament used to go in and out, and just start shooting uh, through there. There was a shootout. We understand that someone was shot and killed there. We believe the shooter, but that others are on the loose now. Third reported shooting site at a mall in the middle of downtown Ottawa, again, just steps from where these other two happened. So a big chunk of the city's on lockdown right now. So, wow. Brian, do they think, do they suspect, do they know... What these what these people look like? Do they do they think I, because I you just had a terrorist witnessed, activity um, yesterday, right, or the day before, it, uh, with the car th situation? Do do they suspect that this is another one? I think so at this point. I mean, we can't confirm it. And so it was two days ago, just south of Montreal, at a town that whole hosts a major uh, uh, army base and training school for the military. Two soldiers run down with the car by. Mm -hmm. uh, a Muslim convert, radicalized Muslim convert, who um, you know called 911 just after he ran them down, and as he's being chased by police, and says, "I'm doing this in the name of Allah." So that happens two days ago. Today, this happens. Uh, I spoke wow. to um, a civil servant who had literally just escaped out of the building. He's leaving the building as this is happening, and he described the shooter to me. Uh, and other media outlets as uh, a man with long hair, beard, and looking Arabian, he said. Hmm. So is it connected? Is this all related to our recent vote to say, yeah, we're going to join the coalition and go bomb ISIS back to the, the 7th century they want to live in? Maybe. Uh, but hmm. 
it's, uh, you know, we can't confirm that yet. That's the suspicion people obviously go to, because uh, as my friend Mark Stein was just saying on Fox, if this is not uh, if this is a coincidence, then this is the biggest coincidence in Canadian history, that uh, two soldiers run down with the car, one of them killed, another seriously injured. Two days later, a soldier shot and killed. Uh, the person who, who ran into Parliament running just by MPs, it was caucus day. Um, the two major parties, Prime Minister Stephen Harper was uh, feet from this guy. Inside a, a room, the guy obviously didn't know his way around the parliamentary uh, precinct, because if he had taken one quick turn, he would have been in the room with Prime Minister Harper and all of the Conservative caucus. Across the hall, the opposition leader and his entire party. We're talking hundreds of members of Parliament within feet of this guy and the wow. rifle he was carrying. How is it possible that they can get that kind of penetration into your Parliament? Is it that poorly guarded? Well, you know, I remember years ago you used to be able to just drive right up to the front door. And that started changing wow. uh, after some incidents. You know, it's a, not nearly as secure uh, an area as Washington, D.C., where I've spent a bit of time. Mm. Uh, but that started changing a bunch of years ago. And then 9-11 happened, and they're constantly putting in new security uh, arrangements. But the door that this guy ran through is one that's used by members of parliament who all have select ID. There's guards just inside. But if you're running through with a gun, you're going to be able to get in. Now, there's video out there. It's online now. Uh, I'll try and make sure that I tweet it out uh, as soon as we're off air so that uh, your, um, your viewers can see it. Uh, he was you know, taken by security right away and engaged, but he was able to get just inside. Mm. And, okay. uh, and then they cornered him down a hall and shot and killed him. That could never happen here because uh, a, uh, a lunatic can only get to the East Room of the White House here. <laughs> yeah. So you know, that's uh, the good thing. So in I, America, I can't believe that door wasn't locked. We're way ahead of you it, guys. It was a, an off-duty uh, <laughs> Secret Service agent, as you guys pointed out on air, that, that yeah. had to take him down. But, you know, he, he happened to pick the one door, the door that tourists go through. You've got to go through security. You've got to go mm. through metal detectors. It's much harder. They have increased security. My guess is it's going to increase a lot more after this. I bet, yeah. Uh, now, Brian, please tell me Canada is going to take some common-sense measures and ban firearms and automobiles. Mm. Uh, probably not, not with this government. Um, you know, this is mm. uh, uh, a government that's been moving away from, from gun control and just moments, literally moments before this shooting happened, I received a message from someone in the government saying, hey, look, uh, the, the Minister of Public Safety is going to be up speaking to this new legislation that is reforming gun control measures in a, a sensible way. He'll be speaking on this just after three in case you want to cover it. Uh, that obviously is done now. Parliament's not meeting today, and I don't think anyone would want to talk about gun control one way or another in this country. That will happen tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> and you know how the conversation will go. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, this is I, – I think what we will see is uh, there was recently a report of uh, 80 or so people under heavy surveillance for their sympathies towards ISIS. If this shooting plays out in the way that we think it is in terms of who's behind it, the motivation, I think we're going to see preventative arrest – uh, our, our terror laws do allow preventative arrest for up to 72 hours. I think you're going to see these guys swept up and interrogated to find out what's going on because uh, two attacks in 48 hours, yeah. uh, you've got to take it seriously. Yeah, that's a concern. 
Wow, yeah. All right, Brian Lilly, and, and you're at Brian Lilly on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you can see yep. that. Go there, and you can get the video of, uh, of the events as they happen. Brian, thanks so thanks, much for coming. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Uh, Brian Lilly from Sun News. Uh, that's pretty frightening. Wow. So, they, I mean, at least Brian suspects uh, terrorist activity. Yep. Uh, and, you know, who mm. knows? He said, I mean, obviously, they're very early on this with, with one shooter or five shooters. I mean, there's a huge range of events. Seems like that, that happens in every shooting yeah. where uh, we're looking for other people and then you find out, no, there was never anybody right. else. But the first one they do know, uh, which was a guy who, uh, who was a radicalized uh, Islamic uh, uh, guy and, and decided he was going to go run over mm -hmm. uh, people he didn't agree with uh, and then confessed to the 911 operator, yeah, I did it because of Allah. Uh, I haven't seen that much happen in, uh, happening uh, with, uh, with other faiths uh, recently uh, with that sort of Except approach. Except for the Presbyterians. The Presbyterians do Remember them? Uh, they, oh, yeah, they were, oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> Those people are out there. Uh, really, doing... it's, a, it's a tough thing. Again, you know, you go through that whole, that whole thing where it does seem like when these incidents do occur, they tend to occur with a radicalized element of one particular religion. Now... Stu, I'm not saying. Are you saying no, that all saying. Muslims no, I'm not are terrorists? I'm not, no, I'm not. Are you saying you hate all people from the Middle East? No, 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 are, not at all. Are this you? What are you saying exactly then? What I said. That's the easiest thing. Usually, <laughs> I I was saying what I said. It's an easy way to remember it for next time. All right. You're saying all Muslims milk goats. Oh, I would never say that. And their male. brains are yeah. upside down? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I want to be clear right now. I did not say that about Muslims. I did not say that they milk goats uh, even if they're male. I did not say that their brains are what upside down. What about attacking and, the, and city, of right. the yeah. city of Sinjar? I did not say they attacked the city of Sinjar. Triple eight seven two seven back. Yeah. Uh, right? I didn't deny Sinjar. Right? I did. He Sinjar. Didn't. No he Sinjar didn't. attacks. I didn't. That's over the line, man. <laughs> Yes. Oh boy, here come the insults again. Here they come. Look out. I need like a 12 minute musical montage right about now. Oh, here we go. They're playing. All they're going to play is he's uh, playing his uh, machine gun like a like a guitar. It's really clever. And then that guy is uh, really wailing on the pretend saxophone or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, but think about what he's going to say next. Yeah, here it, comes. here it comes. I mean, here come the insults. We have no knowledge in our brains. We attack the town of Sinjar. Ow. We have no knowledge in our brains. We scare women and children. Our caliph is bearded and our brains are upside down. Our hope is to kill. That's why we have no future. We are ISIS. We are ISIS. We milk the goat even if it is a male. <laughs> okay. Wow. Put that in your pipe and, and smoke it. We do apologize. We should have given a parental warning before talking yeah, to about remove small children. The attack of Sinjar was the way oh, over wow. the line and wow. uh, probably will get us thrown off the air. There's probably an FCC violation in there somewhere. Probably be at least fined, heavily fined for that. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck, uh, Oscar winning actor and Redskins fan. This is kind of weird because Matthew McConaughey uh, is a. Uh, 
is a Dallas icon. He's like a Texas icon. He yeah, does a Texas guy. He does uh, a million commercials here. One for Reliant Energy. Reliant is a big uh, uh, energy company here, and you know a lot of people have Reliant Energy Power, and he does their commercials. And he, now he's doing the Lincoln commercials, and he's driving on Texas roads, and I don't know. Anyway, the guy is all over Texas. But he's he happens. At every Texas game, it seems like, too, yeah. all dressed up in Texas yeah. Longhorns gear. But he seems to be, and he is, a huge Redskins fan. Mm. Washington Redskins, one of the uh, Dallas Cowboys arch rivals for some reason. So He has a similar story to me, I think, uh, as to why I'm a, Blue, a Toronto Blue Jays fan, um, which is really inexplicable. I just happen to be like on a Little League team. And when you have that moment when you're a kid... And it, you get an affinity for something, and you hold on to it for your entire life. And he has two great examples. When he was four years old, he always rooted for the Indians when watching westerns. So that's why he likes the Redskins. And then his favorite food was hamburgers, because the Red, and the Redskins had a linebacker named Chris Hamburger. <laughs> so, I remember Chris Hamburger. So now he likes the Redskins. Yeah, okay. Uh, and he was asked, that's all it took? So when you're four years old, that's all it takes. i got a Redskins hat in my bag right now. Uh, what do you think about the calls for the team to change his name? Man, it's twofold, he says. What interests me is how quickly it got pushed into the social consciousness. We were all fine with it since the 1930s, and all of a sudden we go, no, got to change it. Seems like when the, fr when the first levy breaks, everybody gets on board. Stop for one second. That is how it feels? Yeah. And it so isn't that. Right now, 14% of Americans want them to change the name. 14%. There's, the levy has not broken. There's a little water on the other side of the levy that used to be dry, is mm -hmm. really how I would describe it. Only 14%. And in fact, the approval of the name has risen faster than the opposition to the name. I think in the last uh, couple of years, its uh, opposition has gone up by 3%, and <laughs> approval has gone up by 4%. Really? It's actually going the other way, <laughs> technically. So, in other words, most people just don't really care. They just don't care. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, well, actually, I will say Whatever. most people say it's fine. It's not that they don't care. They say it's actually fine and they should keep the name. Um, so he goes on to say, uh, uh, I know a lot of Native Americans don't have a problem with it, but they're not going to say, no, we really want the name. That's not how they're going to use their pulpit. It's like my feeling about gun control. I get it. You have the right to have guns, but look, let's forget that right. <laughs> Wait, what? what? No, Wait. Matthew. I'm going to forget that right. I know you have a right, but look, let's forget that right. I, I know you have a right to free speech, Pat, but, but look, look, let's, let's forget, forget that, that right. right. Let's forget the pleasure you get safely on your range because it's in the wrong hands in other places. I mean, he, he makes a really good point and there I think to him, about all rights. I think he, to him, he he's does. making a point, uh, uh, <clears throat> honestly trying to be understanding to gun owners. And he's saying, like, I understand <clears throat> that you, on your range, you are a safe gun owner. You are a guy who knows what you're doing, and, and you like it. But you should give that up because bad things are happening in the world. And, you know, even though you do have the right, you shouldn't want it anymore. That's, I don't think he's really thought that one out. Here's what he's really saying. He's a moron. Like okay, so many a, of these guys, I said it much nicer. Than yes, you, you said did. It. Yeah. Yes, you did. I have to admit. Um, but here's the fact: he's a moron. <laughs> uh, and it's another indication as to why Hollywood actors should shut the hell up about important issues like this. Well, why, you, yeah. when you're asked about the Redskins, how do you get onto gun control and show your unbelievable, asinine ignorance on the on the issue? 
how do you show how stupid you you are by saying, yeah, I know you have the right, it's in the Constitution, but look, let's forget that right. What? Who is dumb enough to say something like that? Yeah, again, I think he's trying to be nice, honestly. I think he's trying to be uh, I, nice. understanding. Yeah, it's I think, not nice you when know. you say, hey, let's forget the U.S. Constitution. That's not nice, Matthew. And what's odd about it, too, is that you can Bizarre. achieve all the positives of people, uh, of the lack, you know, of a lowering in violence. You can achieve that without, it has nothing to do with someone on their range. They're, you don't get any benefit out of someone on their range uh, shooting a gun safely. Uh, you take that away, that doesn't help crime. That doesn't that doesn't lower crime. It doesn't lower violence. Um, but I do think you know I, I, he's a likable guy. I think honestly, and and uh, you know I think he's going for something that he didn't achieve there. Is what I would say. Yeah, he's going for intelligence, that. and he did not <laughs> See, achieve. You're it. being look how he did not look how un Gandhi like. Uh, no, I'm not Gandhi like from Pat. Or I mean, this seriously, is pathetic and and just really, really, really mindlessly stupid. I, it's funny, too, uh, by the way. Would you say that about any other right in the U.S. Constitution? Free well, speech. I, freedom of religion. Look, I know you don't have to look, quarter soldiers. But, uh, but yeah, let's forget that right. Let's forget it. They need a house. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Okay. Look, I know you have the right to re re remain silent, but look, uh, let's forget about it. You should just tell your story. Uh, right let's tell your story. Go ahead. Incriminate yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's not uh, a good one. What? Like, I know what women have the right to vote, but let's forget let's that forget right. It. You know, they don't Look, need to vote. Uh, Come on. I know slavery is unconstitutional now, but uh, <laughs> let's forget it. Yeah, you can't. These are. What are you, stupid? The inalienable rights thing is important. Yeah. Uh, and uh, mm. these are supposed to be self evident rights. Uh, and you can't give them up. You can't forget about them. Uh, you know, I, it's just not, that's not the way it's it embarrassing. works. It's just seriously embarrassing. Again, I, I, I don't know. Maybe he hasn't put in a lot of thought into this. Maybe it's one of those things where he's... He Can you, of, I, I could wake up in the middle of the night, and you could come up to me and ask me. But you're Any not question. Matthew McConaughey. Right. Any question. You think Matthew... That's what I'm saying. The guy's stupid. Okay. You have You'd to. be stupid, too, if you looked like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> That's the thing. When you're Matthew McConaughey, you never have to do anything. You just have to show up. Yeah, and he, he's never had to think a day. No, you don't there's have no, to. Everyone's no just like, oh, here's, here's $20 million. Uh, thank you for looking so sexy. Yeah. That's what, that's, you just get thanked for it all it's day. It's tough going through life like that. Here's the thing. Is it, Jeff? Oh, my God. Yeah. Why would you have any knowledge? Of I'm just saying it's tough going through life. You don't know. I'll tell you this, though. His brain's upside down. Oh, my God. Employees around here. I'm just saying to someone, hey, why don't you get back over there? There's a male goat that needs to be milked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, on your way over there, stop over to tax Sinjar. Whoa. <laughs> Man, they were pissed. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Oh man, we we nailed that. Oh, we so stupid. Them. Um, so uh, this is pretty interesting. This comes in from. <laughs> What's that? Uh, oh, your brain is upside down. Oh, oh. Jeffy. Oh. Wow, that one actually felt a little bit too harsh. Uh, to be honest. 
if you missed earlier in the program, we played the new Kurdish attack song on ISIS, and uh, oh. these are the sorts of things oh, they brutal. say, and it's. It's brutal. Holy crap. It is, it's over the top. Uh, ISIS, my guess is ISIS doesn't even exist anymore. They just gave up. They're like, I'm not joining a group that they think we're going to freaking milk the male goats. Oh, yeah. Here it is. We milk the goat even if it is male. Wow. Hard is. Harsh. 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 Harsh words. Uh, this this is pretty interesting coming in from tw uh, uh, from Twitter and let's we've been calling Matthew McConaughey uh, pretty stupid for a minute. Well, his brain is but, upside down. Well, whoa, yeah, whoa. <laughs> uh, this comes in from uh, Stoner Brewing Company. It says, "I read it the exact opposite of you guys." Reds he talking about uh, Matthew McConaughey's comments. Okay, um, he says this. Um, what interests me is how uh, quickly it got pushed into the social consciousness, talking about the Redskins name. We were all fine since the 1930s, and all of a sudden we go, now we got to change it? It seems like the first levy breaks and everybody gets on board. I know a lot of Native Americans don't have a problem with it, but they're not going to say, no, we really want the name. That's not how they're going to use their pulpit. It's like my feeling about gun control. I get it. You have no right to have, you have the right to have guns, but look, let's forget that right. Let's forget the pleasure you get safely on your range, because it's in the wrong hands in other places. Wait a minute! Maybe my brain is upside down. Uh-oh. Now, this is the accusation uh, on Twitter. Maybe my brain is upside down. Maybe he is, he is mocking those right. who say you should take away that right. Here's the point. Redskins' name is bad, say a few. Gun control is needed, say a few. He, says, he states that because most are silent, it's now okay to do. That's I a good point. Oh. He, maybe. Be. How you do you the... feel about the Sinjar comment now, oh, Pat Gray? I think I might be attacking Sinjar uh, later on today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say this, though. He says it's like my feeling about gun control. So to, that's why I took it as it yeah, was his too. personal feeling. But right. maybe he's saying I feel the same way about gun control and kind of just didn't word it right. Maybe. Um, so here's, here's what he, he goes on to say. But as a fan, it would hurt you to see the logo gone. He said it's not going to hurt me. It's just I love the emblem. I dig it. It gives me a little fire and some oomph. But now, now that it's in the court of public opinion, it's going to change. I wish it wouldn't, but it will. So does that say he wants, he wants to keep the Redskin name despite the fact, and is he saying he wants to keep his guns despite the fact that some people want that right to go away? Interesting. And maybe if someone... I don't know. Let's dig That's... up a little bit. See if we can find it if Matthew McConaughey said anything else about yeah. guns. Uh, let's see if we, see can, if we can clarify can that down. just a bit. Kind of interesting and a good perspective there. I might be uh, milking male goats. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you're not that stupid, I Pat. Know. I hope you're, not. You're not that stupid. I hope not. Uh, so let's uh, go over to uh, Ferguson. Speaking of uh, <laughs> firearms, uh, an unidentified source told the Post-Dispatch that the officer in the, in the, uh, in the Michael Brown shooting, mm -hmm. uh, Darren Wilson, testified to investigators that Brown struggled for his firearm before eventually charging at him. Two experts not directly involved with the case added to the newspaper that the official autopsy report appears to support mm. Wilson's claim that a struggle did take place before the final shooting. Uh, further, a toxicology report revealed that Brown tested positive for marijuana, which they said he had used within the previous few hours. Uh, Brown's uh, family called it uh, absurd from beginning to end, adding that it was a, uh, a, a version of events that nobody supports. So um, mm. I don't know that that's true. Uh, but that is what they're reporting. Um, and uh, the, the uh, uh, former St. Louis County police chief, Tim Fitch, uh, discussed a New York Times article indicating, uh, according to federal investigators, there was a struggle that led up to the fatal uh, police shooting of Brown. <clears throat> Fitch calls the information for the investigation coming out as phase two to coordinate leaks to the media and start getting some of the facts out there to kind of let people down slowly, he says. 
Fitch says he thinks the feds recognize it's probably very unlikely that there's going to be charges against Darren Wilson, the police officer. That is kind of what it seemed like from the beginning. But again, we've tried to keep our minds open to this and see, you know, maybe there, you know, until we get the full details, we don't know. Uh, and we still don't know. But it, again, the, the information that keeps uh, trickling out does seem to uh, support the officer's account. Really does. The Brown family lawyer called it absurd from beginning to end, as you mentioned, adding that it was a connoted version of events that nobody supports. Does he mean concocted? Is this a lawyer that doesn't know the word concocted? What does the word connoted mean? <laughs> I don't. Jeffy? I don't know what connoted means. Jeffy, what is the word connoted? Connoted. Or connoting? Concocted. I know I've what heard canoodling, of canoodling, is, canoodling yeah. means. <laughs> but Can you connoted? Look, look up if the, what connoted I means. I think Define he might connoted. be referring to concocted. C-O-N-N-O-T-E-D. Now, it could also connoted be a mistype in the, in the paper. Uh, possibly. Possibly. Right. Uh, possibly. C-O, and it could also be a word connoted that I don't know. I mean, lawyers Connote. are smart. Imply or suggest. Yeah, okay. So that oh, okay, there is. Well, I guess a, it does work, doesn't it? An implied version of events that nobody supports. Uh, following the Times report, two protesters were arrested Monday by the St. Louis County Police, in, including Missouri State Senator Jamila Nasheed, uh, while protesting outside the Ferguson Police Department. Uh, Nasheed had a gun on her at the time of arrest. Um, yeah. everybody, everybody's she, planning for whatever the grand jury decides. Uh, she's says, an anti-gun uh, state senator in Missouri. Anti-gun. Anti-gun legislation she's proposed mm -hmm. and tried to get passed. And then they find her with a gun on her. Fully loaded. Fully loaded 9mm gun with eight, eight rounds of ammo. Extra. I don't know what the hell she was planning. Were you planning to mow down like 20 people? Or what, what are you doing there? Um, nobody but, needs that much ammunition. Nobody Never. needs it. Nobody. Nobody does. Nobody and uh, it. so it's okay. interesting. Here she is trying to pass anti-gun legislation. She says she's a, uh, uh, she's a uh, uh, concealed weapons permit carrier although she did not present that to police. So they, they didn't necessarily believe her when they took her into press. <laughs> but they didn't do anything? Yeah, they, they re arrested her. They didn't arrest her for the gun, though, did they? they, they or did they? Well, Is that the reason when they, 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 uh, it wasn't really clear to me because they arrested her, and I guess it was just for the protest, but then they found the gun on her, so that's part of it, too. I don't know if they're going to press charges on that. Do you think this thing in Ferguson blows up into a really nasty if situation? If he doesn't get charged, he doesn't get charged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they, the oh, truth yeah. isn't. I, mean, I really believe. I mean, I will say already. that uh, the Trayvon thing didn't really get there, did it? The Trayvon never went no. on like this. It never either. really. Inf it never. I mean, it will look. The protests were intense, but there wasn't a. Uh, you know, there wasn't a uh, Rodney King type of reaction to that. No. Um, it was you know, kind of nasty at times, and there was some, some, some fireworks, but it was, not, uh, it was not that big of a, a situation. Uh, they've already said, right? They said if, yeah. he's, not, if he's not found uh, guilty or indicted, then... Yeah, uh, things are going to happen. Yeah. They've already threatened that. Oh, and, good. and what's interesting is they, they were outside the St. Louis Cardinals games when they were in the uh, National League uh, Championship Series. They were outside the Rams game over the weekend. They were inside some theater. They did a protest as well. Inside some theater. Mm -hmm. But they're, they're running into these fans who are coming out, and there's scuffles and there's fights, and, you know, already this is happening. And he hasn't been cleared yet. So if he's cleared, yeah, I think it's going to get ugly. Yeah. I'm afraid it is. We'll see. But, uh, I mean, I hope not. I really hope not. Because the brown people are not going to believe it. Well, I mean, and the autopsy uh, apparently shows, according to these reports from the Post-Dispatch, that there was a struggle, um, and his account is that he reached for the gun inside the car, and while they were struggling, the gun went off and shot Michael Brown through the hand. And 
the autopsy showed there was gunpowder residue inside the wounds of his hand. So that would indicate, I mean, look, I don't know how, there, there could be some explanation I'm not thinking of, obviously. But the idea that your hand was close enough to the gun indicates that you were not standing to, you know, 40 feet away with your hands up. Right? I mean, right. you wouldn't get gunpowder inside the wound from 40 feet. There had to be some struggle at some point. Now, I guess you could say maybe the police officer started it, and, and maybe maybe that's what we'll find out. But it does show that there was a struggle, and that would yeah. indicate you to believe that maybe there, the shooting was justified. The other thing the autopsy showed was that a sixth shot that hit the forearm traveled from the back of the arm to the inner arm, which means Brown's palms could not have been facing Wilson, as some witnesses have said. That trajectory shows Brown probably was not taking a standard surrender position with arms above the right. shoulders and palms out on okay. his head. So you have your hands up like this. The bullet would go through the front of your arm yeah. here and out the back. That's not the case. They're saying that he went through the back of the arm and through the front. Yep. Right. So it's like possible that. that he got shot like that. There was, some, uh, there was yep. a witness not long ago that I read about that talked about... Uh, uh, they said that he testified, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but he testified almost to the police, uh, what the police said yeah, happened. there was another witness. Yeah. So that maybe he, he said his arms were out. Yes. And that he was going down. <clears throat> Did you see? So he was going down is another time he could have gotten shot yeah. in the arm like that as well. And it's not impossible, too. Down. With the amount of bullets, he could have had his hand. I mean, in theory, to back right. the other side, he has his hands up. He gets shot. He goes like, like this, this or right. something get like that, again. and he could get right. shot again. Right. So it's not impossible, but it does not seem. It's interesting what you bring up, though, from that witness, because that witness was uh, a black guy. Yeah. And he corroborated yes, he mostly what Darren Wilson's side of the he story is. He tried to get is. out of it a little bit. However, at the end, could. at the end of the story, did you read what he said at the end of the story? It was murder. It was straight up murder. Like, wait, what? You saw it. You described, you described almost exactly what the, what the officer said had happened and other witnesses who corroborated his story. Yeah. And then your conclusion is it was straight up murder? What? Because he said in the beginning of that, he also said that when he talked about uh, when uh, the officer was talking to them in the street or whatever, because I couldn't hear what they were saying. I didn't know what they were. I didn't know what was right. said. Yes. So, you know, leaning toward Mike Brown rather than the police officer. You don't charge a police officer, especially after you've already been shot in the hand, uh, you, you know, but you don't charge a police officer for any reason here, this is a nice, simple safety tip. And you might say, well, what happens if it's a Nazi police officer <laughs> and a Nazi police officer is about to gas you in a gas chamber and your only way out is to charge him? If that happens, my rule is going to fail you. <laughs> However, in every other circumstance, it's going to be a wonderful, successful rule that will keep you alive. Well, I'll tell you another time, I'm not following your rule. And I don't care what you say. <laughs> I right? know you won't. All right. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. But if a police officer tells me to go milk a male goat, <laughs> then, okay, I'm, I'm charging. Then you charge. I'm charging. Then you charge. Because okay. uh, that's, that's worth your one life. exception to the rule. That's worth your life. <laughs> if you lose your life when someone insults you uh, for saying you might milk a male goat, you, you're going to go after him. Oh, yeah. That's I it. mean, unquestionably. That's it. Right? Oh. And, and if he were to say your brain is upside down, oh you, you got to take him on. Yeah, you got to take him on there. Don't even, if he, I'll, if he, I'll find look, a weapon if he says the last thing you're going to say. Well, look, if he says you're going to attack Sinjar. <laughs> I don't even like hearing it from you, to be honest. I know, I know, so. I know. It's uncomfortable, but I think we need to make sure we've, we're, we're hitting these big issues. <laughs> Let's just call it the S word, Sinjar. Here's a little accordion music from the, the Kurds right here <laughs> for you. Da machine, da machine. 
ISIS. We are ISIS. So we are ISIS. We milk the goat even if it is male. Wow. wow. I like how they didn't go to the contraction there. Even though it is male. It's not even though it's male. It's even though it is male. You can't. That's art, Stu. It is. Yeah, let's crank this puppy up. Let's keep this blasted in the studio when we go to commercial, okay? Akaladin batala kain palamari shangaladin. Akaladin batala kain ohijinu manala bin. Khalifa kamarishna, akla kamasarobna. Iwayat man kaukushna, boya mustaqbal manuna. Dahshin, dahshin, bizner behaydoshin. Dahshin, dahshin, bizner behaydoshin. Covering this a uh, little bit on radio, it's uh, a despicable uh, feminist kind of video, I guess, using six-year-olds, six to 13-year-old girls. And they dress them up as little princesses, and then they have them drop the F-bomb time after time after time after time, over and over and over again for equality for women. And the point seems to be, um, well, we'll talk about that after. Here's a, here's a look at the video. Pretty. <gasps> pretty. Pretty. What the f? I'm not the pretty f helpless princess in distress. I'm pretty f powerful and ready for success. So, what is more offensive? A little girl saying f or the f on equal and sexist way. Society treats girls and women. It's our future. So, listen up, grown ups. Here's some words more f up than the word. Pay inequality. Women are paid 23% less than men for the exact same work. And women who graduate university nope. with straight A's get paid as much as men who only got C's. So bad grades equal more bank. Just because you're a boy, um, hello and hell no. Pay up. I shouldn't need a penis to get paid. Rape and violence. God. One in five women will be sexually assaulted. Yeah, right. One in five women will be sexually assaulted. Wow, uh, that horrible. is horrific. Horrible. It's just unbelievable. Uh, uh, by the way, every oh. statistic in there is a lie. We've covered them multiple times on this show, Wonderful World, on, uh, on, on, on the radio show as well. I, I honestly can't remember whether it was the Washington Post or Politico. Well, you're right. It was, it was, I think, both. Was it the Post? Uh, I, I think both have called it a, a lie. It, it, they know it's, they a, know lie. it's a lie. The, you know, the four Pinocchio thing, they, they, they've given this, these statistics the uh, treatment that they're lies. They've, I mean, these are liberal websites who are dismissing these facts as completely misleading and, and total lies. <laughs> Can I take another uh, tact on this as well? Yeah. You come out here and you lead it with, we're not this helpless, pretty princess that can't do anything for themselves. Well, then why are you making 23% less? <laughs> if you were so, if you weren't helpless, mm -hmm. then why are you complaining about this issue which you seem to have no control over? <laughs> irritating and it's all filled with lies i mean you know i'm obviously joking with that last part but it's like you know look it's it's this idea that uh you can sit there this this bizarre 
new feminism is pathetic. Mm-hmm. It's based on nothing, and it's just this, this, it's an extension of the war on women argument. You know, women are not treated like they are claiming they're treated. They're not. They're just simply not. There are individual cases in which, of course, parents are horrible, and that people are horrible, and people, I'm sure, are sexist. I'm sure it exists. You know, if it was 1860, you'd have a better case. But in 2014, surely there are still individuals who do things like this. However, it is delusional to think that this is the, the majority of society. It is completely delusional. It is not true. It is not happening. I don't, we are, the, we are the, probably one of the most conservative companies in America. We are the people who are supposed to be shooting down women all over the place. Yet many of our high-paid executives are women. Uh, it's, it's a, it's, you know, we just launched a, a new show. It's called Dana. Okay? We, this is not a legitimate uh, view of how the world is, especially in America today. You want to criticize the Middle East? Uh, you can go ahead and do that and have a really freaking good case here. <clears throat> it is not the situation in the United States, and they know it's not the situation. It's, it's, and the, and putting these little girls out there to swear repeatedly like that for, for no reason. There's, there, you're trying to make a point that, okay, w- which is worse, what we're saying or the F word, when, I mean, that is a despicable thing to do to these little girls. Yeah. You're just abusing them to make your point that inequality sucks. We all agree with that. Where, where's the argument here? No one is arguing with the point that if a woman is equally qualified for a job, uh, has equal, uh, is equally able to complete the same job that a man is, has the same education level and the same experience, yes, pay them and, the same thing. And again, I will, I'll take a slight exception with that, Pat. Part of the, your salary, this is something that people might not understand, part of your salary is not just... Okay, uh, what I did in school, or how good of a worker I am, or uh, when I, uh, you know, how, uh, you know, qualified I am for the job. Part of your salary is negotiation. If you are exactly the same uh, person and you walk in and one person is a good negotiator and the other isn't, then that's up to you. A lot of people can get an extra five grand out of their jobs if they're a good negotiator. Yeah. And, and so even with the exact <laughs> same qualifications, if men, for whatever reason, are better negotiators, then that would also be reflected uh, in, that, in that final price. But again, we, as we've seen over and over again, those studies are bullcrap. What they've done, seriously, to get this study, is they took every job and divided it by how many men there were, and then every job of female holds and divided yeah, it by how many You just can't do it like that. That's, they're doing you just different can't work. can't do it like that. It's not the same work. It, 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 like you're, you're taking jobs, you're comparing high-paid jobs on an oil rig that women don't hold, and you're comparing yeah. them with uh, you know, a job that pays $10 an hour. Well, that's not the way it works. Of course men are going to be... That's not apples to apples. When you go to apples to apples, you find out that women make just as much as men on average. Uh, it's extraordinarily close. Um, and if you go to uh, uh, certain uh, jobs, with, you know, in, particularly in certain fields, healthcare and education being two of them, and the, two of the biggest growing fields, you will find that women a lot of times make more than men. I'll give you an example. Um, I, I went through a, a really specious lawsuit once with uh, a radio station in Houston where I was hired there uh, to go and be the host of the, of the morning show. At the time, there was a woman who was filling in for the last person who was fired, 
and was filling in while I uh, prepared to, and moved my family down to Houston. And so she was, and, and she was told, you're filling in until Pat gets here, and then he's going to do that, and then you're going to be the producer. So that worked out fine for a few weeks, and then she left. Uh, she left after, I think, three weeks of the job. And then uh, about six months or so later, she sues the station because the station was paying, and I don't even, I don't know how she knew this because I didn't tell her, I know the station didn't talk about it, but she assumed I was making more money than she was. Well, yeah, I was the host of the show. <laughs> you were the producer. Mm -hmm. And so she launches this multi-million dollar lawsuit oh my God. against the station and the company because she wasn't making as much as I, well, A, you haven't been doing radio for 30 years. B, you weren't hired to do the same job. You can't, you can't compare the host to the producers. You can't even, you can't even compare the co-host to the host. Let's say our Pat and Stu making the same as Glenn Beck. You're going to be shocked to hear. We're no. all men. We <laughs> yeah. should be making exactly the same yeah. amount of money. We're yeah. all men. Yeah. There's not a woman among us. Yeah. Why aren't we making the same as Glenn Beck? Guess what? We're not. Yeah. I mean, think about this. And Pat considerably and less. Pat and Stu hosting this show. Jeffy, also a man. We don't pay Jeffy anything. Right. We don't even Another pay man. him. Another man. And he's a man. We don't even pay him. We charge him to be here. You know what we do with Jeffy? Uh, my, we my make him milk male lack. goats. Oh. Whoa. Uh, that escalated quickly. <laughs> 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 this is going to so provide stupid. hours of fun for us. Oh, God. We're going to be oh, beating man. you over the head with a joke for months. Okay. Get used to it. And that's why we, of course, make the big money. And women don't. And women don't. Uh, oh, man. Uh, so I don't know what, I don't know what to go uh, get more angry about in that one. Uh, you know, I know. They say it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. First of all, they don't really have a point. Their point is no, we need don't. to get attention for, and please donate to us, right? That's their yeah, actual point. Probably. There's not a point where oh, the F-bomb shouldn't be as offensive. That's not a point. Their point is we're going to have kids swear so you notice us. Okay, mm. that's their actual point. The other part uh, is that's really despicable. Oh yeah, it worked and abusive. Yeah, and it did work. Obviously, a lot of people are covering it today. Yeah. Secondarily, though, their their stated point is well, what's more offensive, the F word or uh, the things we're talking about? And you should be more offended by the things we're talking about. And I will say, for this particular purpose, I actually am more offended mm. by the things they're talking about because they're all lies. Right. What they're talking about are complete untruths. They're manipulating statistics to try to, uh, to present a case that's not accurate, certainly not in this country, in this century. Uh, and, and, you know, to do that and then to use kids to try to get attention for it, it Pathetic. makes you just a double dirtbag. Yes, horrific. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too. Come back. Now we should say not, not, not quite on Jeffy's level, but you're really a bad person at this point. I mean, really you're the type of person that would attack Sinjar. <laughs> oh, Sinjar. Oh, good going. Oh man. Uh, from Guild, he says, uh, Pat and Stu, a male doctor makes more than a female cashier at McDonald's.
<laughs> well, I forgot to wow. tell you about this story. Wow. This is fantastic. I, I totally forgot to tell you about this. Um, uh, I don't know, maybe it was a year ago, six months ago, we were talking about income inequality and what women make as compared to men. And I tweeted out um, a joke. Uh, men, ma male NBA players make an average of 4.6 million. Fe WNBA players make an average of uh, you know 86,000 equal work for equal for pay. For doing exactly the same, same job. thing. Right. That's that was my dumb joke. And we, mm -hmm. we talked, you remember? We yeah. talked about that on yeah. the air and made that joke on the air as well. Someone writing up a, a note, uh, a story about support <laughs> included my tweet Ouch. in their story thinking, here's a great point. That's a good fact. They actually took it seriously as if I was actually complaining that they were making different great. amounts, which That's I am great. not, by the way. NBA players should be played more, paid more. This is why. Why? Because, why because one why? has different genitals and, that, and that okay. they're better genitals. All right, you're saying the penis is worth more. Yes, it's yeah. worth more. Okay. That's uh, only no. because you have one, maybe. Yeah. It, no, it's, it's not, you know why? It's about because income that, bring, that you bring the in. The market says because uh, the arenas are full mm -hmm. and the uh, basketball contracts with the television stations are hefty. Yes. And uh, the income rolls in in the NBA, but not the WNBA. If the WNBA could draw the numbers that the NBA does and bring in the crowds the NBA does, I can guarantee you the women would be paid exactly the same, if not more. They would. They'd be paid the same. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, uh, you, I, I remember in tennis uh, in the 70s, that was a big issue for a while because Billie Jean, Billie Jean King was, uh, was temp t tennis queen for a long time. Yeah. And she made less than like Jimmy Connors or Rod Laver or some of the guys who were winning on the other side. She fought that, and rightly so, because they were both playing, you know, they were both playing the same sport. Uh, was there more interest in the men's game? Sure. But yes, I, I would say not right, right not now. Right so. then, right. Uh, no, not right then. I think in the yeah. 60s and 70s, there was. I think there was more interest in, in Maybe. overall, I, but I, I, specifically I, for her, she was getting plenty of coverage. But... They started paying women yeah. the same as men. Yeah, which for, I think for is, the big tournament, it's a dumb, it's a dumb thing to do, to make a point like that. Like it, it, you, you need to make a case as to why one is bringing in more money than the other. I mean, like look at sports that are don't, like for uh, for example, figure skating would be one that I would think of. What are st where women do gymnastics? <laughs> yeah, do, maybe? do you think that do women think Mary make Lou more Retton, than men who, in who, gymnastics? Who was the best male gymnast so. from nineteen from the nineteen eighty four Olympics? You remember that name? I remember Mary Lou Retton. Mm. I remember that name. I could almost remember him. That's impressive that but you could even come quite. close. But yeah, I mean, every, she was on every cereal box. Yeah. She was. She, you know, does that mean that we? No, we have to give cereal boxes to the male gymnasts too. Right. No, you don't. You don't. You give the money. Whoever's doing a job that brings in the revenue is the one that should get the money. And you know, like right now, you see people like Maria Sharapova mm -hmm. and Serena Williams who make fortunes. Uh, they make a lot of money. Uh, yeah. in, including in endorsements and everything else. Um, you know, so do people like Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal and, and, and mm -hmm. Djokovic and, and all the male tennis players as well. But, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're in one of those places where female, the, the sport is more um, uh, tied to females, then they're going to make more money. They're going to get more attention. Uh, that's not a bad thing. Or it's just whatever people want to watch. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's not that hard to figure out. It's what the market demands, right? Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Did you uncover uh, some sort of scam? That I'm is talking about that. This is the most important story in my life right now. Okay, and I've made this the top priority of all, uh, basically the entire staff. 
um, is, uh, are these, uh, red velvet Oreos. Now, red velvet Oreos um, are a product uh, that are, it's, it's unknown whether they're real. And this is what the issue is. What do you mean it's um, unknown? They, uh, if you see this, and that looks pretty real, right? Yeah. Um, we, we don't know if they actually exist. Um, we sent really? producers out to every store we could think of, and uh, they, we could not find them. Did you go to um, Snopes? Uh, so we did go to Snopes. Now, here's what Snopes says about it. Snopes says that they Snopes think... Snopes really does have the story. That's what I'm holding amazing. right here. This is That's what I'm holding Snopes. Now, Snopes <laughs> is, a, is the uh, urban legend uh, yeah. you know, site that will tell you whether you know, they think that this is true or not. What they say is probably false, that red velvet Oreos exist. Oh, no. Now, what they're saying is oh, no. it looks like um, a team of marketing majors had a project to create something, um, and they created red velvet Oreos, and then they, there was their job. So what would the red velvet, would that be red velvet on top and bottom, yep. and then the cream in cream the middle? Cream cheese filling in the middle. Oh! I would pay $100,000 <laughs> for one of those. Okay? I want to be clear about this. Have, that would be pretty I have, good. I have three of them at my house. Pretty right good. Now. Really? You're, I have I, three of them so, at the house right now. Really? So one cookie would actually cost more than your house, uh, which is... Uh, Oh, yeah, of course. Far more. But um, by one, I'm hoping to add on to right. the trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so, I mean, I would, I, you know, I'm a, red, a nut for red velvet products, and almost everything has red, a red velvet flavor right now. Like, mm -hmm. the world has caught up to me on this one. And this is one of those times that it works out for you when you actually like something, and then that becomes the, the big trend of the time. Mm -hmm. um, so, there's three possibilities that I see with these. Number one, they're just fake. It was a marketing project from some college, and, and that's it. Number two, it's a brilliant marketing campaign from Oreo, who decided to leak this in advance and get all this uh, excitement going, because this is being passed around the Internet like crazy. People are killing for these things, or the possibility of them. Um, so you kind of leak it out there, let that brew for a while, then come out with them. The third possibility, which I think is most likely, is that it started as something that was not real, but will now turn into something that is real, as Oreo will see the demand for them, and to play along with this and get some attention and, and everything, we'll now make them and release them. That's what I'm hoping for. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Red velvet Oreos, that's a lot better than cool. I mean, if you just think that's cool, what are you, is some, some person is going to attack Sinjar? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm I only can't believe you. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. You don't care about that. No, I know. Don't you're you're about right. That. You're this right. is not verified, but from the feed, it said we had red velvet uh, Oreos deep fried at the South Carolina State Fair. What? Exist. I don't believe it. I mean, uh, they, they might say what? they were. They might fun. call them red velvet Oreos, but if you can't get them in an Oreo bag, they're not red velvet Oreos. Now, I will still eat the Oreos you're speaking of. <laughs> you kidding me? Red oh, velvet yes. deep fried? Oh, my God. oh. I freaking yeah. love the red velvet phenomenon. Yeah, and it's, you know, I feel that's like, good. unfortunately, we probably only have like a year left of it. Because soon people are going yep. to get yeah, it's not going to be trendy there's anymore. Red velvet pancakes. Oh, yeah. There's red velvet waffles. And a lot of it, too. Red velvet hamburgers. <laughs> red velvet everything. Wait, red velvet, red velvet hamburgers. hamburgers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's getting red to the point velvet, now. Red velvet meat. Mm. I might eat that. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm a vegetarian, mm -hmm. I might eat that. Mm -hmm. um, I, they, it's getting to that point now where like a lot of the products, too, aren't so great. Like there's a red velvet. I had red velvet pancakes at one place, and it was like, yeah, it's okay. They just taste pretty much like pancakes. ice cream, though. You like the ice cream? I love the ice cream. With the, I only, I, I'm a big I think fan. Bluebell has that of the big pieces of cake inside mm -hmm. the red velvet ice cream. Mm -hmm. Where's the red velvet ice cream? Where Natasha? is the red velvet ice cream? How many times do we have to talk about this before it's here in front of it's us? It's already been two. Does there have to be more than that? I, I mean. 
Think about this. We, we talk about an unemployment rate at 5.9% or whatever it is now. Mm-hmm. The way people act not supplying things like red velvet cake ice cream, it should be 50. Yeah. I mean, look, right. look at the people who have You're jobs. Right. You're right. People who don't bring us red velvet ice cream when we say we want it. It's really bad. Those people have jobs. It's really bad. Unbelievable. Maybe we'll get them for Halloween. Maybe there'll be red velvet <laughs> Oreos in your uh, little pumpkin uh, carrier. Do you, do, you, do you take out a little pumpkin mm-hmm. when you go trick-or-treating with the kids? Yeah, or do you have that. a... The pumpkin. Yeah, I like yeah. the pumpkin. Yeah, we have the pumpkin, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, here from uh, Sad and Useless are some last-minute Halloween costume ideas. If you don't want to spend a lot of money, here are some things you may want to do with your kids uh, economically. And let's take a look at them if we could. Uh, like this one, nudist on strike. He's wearing clothes. So, a so see, she's, she's on a nudist. She's on strike, so she's wearing clothes. That's cute. Okay, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tell her to get off my porch, but it's sort of cute. Why would you tell her to get off? Because first of all, she's too old, and secondly, it's not a. That's not an outfit. <laughs> okay? you going off that's not an outfit. All right. All right. Next. <clears throat> and we have gingerbread man so who it's has a ginger with bread. On. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny though. Yeah, I like it. It's kind of funny. And then the other one is Booze Light Beer. And uh, he's, I don't know what. Oh, it's oh it's Buzz Lightyear, I so see. So instead of Buzz Lightyear, it's he's Booze, booze Lightyear. Lightyear. Light Beer. Okay. I, I get it. All right. <laughs> 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 then there's a bag of M&M's. And then you see he's Eminem, the, the rapper, with the mm-hmm. photos on a plastic bag that was put okay. over. Okay, all right. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. He took the pa- paint sampling. That's, <laughs> That's pretty funny. funny. I actually like that one. That's, That's pretty good. funny. That's good. That's creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got uh, Nickelback. Nickelback. He's got nickels all over his back. Taped to the back. Cute. I like that. It's kind of funny. Uh, by the way, before we move off Nickelback, why does that band get such I know. such flack? They really they are. They really. I mean. They are bludgeoned universally and hated. I, I, I don't I, understand the <laughs> the unreasonable, almost insane, psychotic hatred for I, Nickelback. I will say this country hates Nickelback more than they hate ISIS. I think they do. I think they do. I Sound think fair? they do. I don't know why. Like I'm not. I was never a Nickelback fan. I'm not a fan. I mean, of I kind of like them. I, I just. But they're I, not bad. I don't understand why they're getting don't, killed. I somebody. don't get it. <laughs> they're just a band. I mean, they're yeah. just another rock band. I mean, there's a million like them. I mean, Doherty, Chris, what's that guy's yeah, name? Yeah, Chris Doherty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, like, Daughtry or whatever. Daughtry. That's right. Yeah, Daughtry. I'm thinking of Brad Doherty. Jeez, old NBA reference. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just don't. I don't understand the the level of anger towards these guys like all right like I, yeah maybe they're really... not the greatest band in the world but like they're fine well, right I mean, they're they not like... led zeppelin but they're not <laughs> yeah, like, the last either. video they released was good yeah from their new album uh the song revolution, revolution which was, was good and then if you read the comments though under that when that came out oh my gosh it was like people wanted i, I think they'd rather bomb nickelback <laughs> Than ISIS. Yeah. I really think so. Yeah, really well. strange. All right, here's a French kiss costume. Uh, see, nice. they're French. They're dressed like French people, and they've got the kiss makeup. So, see, that's a little effort, though. Yeah, you that's effort. A, you went to some work there. I mean, just regular kiss is a lot of effort, and then you've yeah. added the French part. That's funny. So, I, yeah. I but like I, that. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, and then there's Go, <laughs> Go Ceiling. Go Ceiling fan. <laughs> it's a fan of the ceiling. 
Go ceiling. <laughs> I like that. That's solid. He's a ceiling fan. <laughs> pretty good. It's funny. All right, next These up. These are really creative. Uh, uh, gum on the bottom of the shoe. Uh, so she's gum, apparently, and there's a shoe on the top. Yeah. Okay. And you've got a formal apology. He's dressed up in a tux, and he says, I'm sorry. Okay, you know. <laughs> Possible the kids are doing a better job than the adults at this yeah. particular game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, identity theft. She's stolen a bunch of... Uh, name tags. Name tags. are now all over her uh, blouse. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and then we have low-budget mom. Oh, white... Uh, White trash. trash. Uh, <laughs> oh, low budget man. Low budget man and white trash, and uh, white which trash. is a woman who is white and, and is trash. Is a, uh, so I will say some of those pretty some good. Some of those are good. Some of those pretty really good. Really like the French kiss one. That was that was kind of fun. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Also, there's uh, uh, I guess Ridley Scott is creating uh, an Ebola TV series. Now he probably started doing this before the Ebola outbreak. Um, so it's maybe not as uh, insensitive as it might seem. But uh, he's creating a show for Fox based on Richard Preston's 1994 best-selling book, The Hot Zone. Mm -hmm. uh, they optioned the story 20 years ago, and they've been quietly uh, trying to bring it to uh, TV for the last year. But the plot is kind of timely right now. Yeah. Uh, interesting, by the way, uh, the guy, one of the heroes in The Hot Zone, one of the, uh, the experts on Ebola, was the person we uh, relied on uh, to make a statement uh, that PolitiFact found half true. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. Uh, they didn't include that in their story about how it was half true, even though we sent them the quote from this expert. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't include that in the story. More on that tonight on the Glenn Beck program, when I kind of go through uh, what they did to make that from a true statement into a half true statement. It is amazing the lengths they went to to try to t say that Glenn wasn't telling the truth, when we were essentially just quoting a guy who is one of the heroes from the hot zone. Amazing. Amazing. But this is what happens with Glenn Beck. Uh, this, is, this is the treatment you get. So we'll cover some of that on Glenn, Glenn's program at 5 p.m. Eastern uh, tonight on The Blaze. Triple eight seven two seven beck More patents, too, coming up. I know she didn't uh, ask me about the 84 uh, male Olympic star, uh, Bart Connor. Bart Connor. You, you looked it up. Uh, I mean, you looked who, it up. Who doesn't remember Bart Connor? Yeah, none of us did. Uh, but you looked it up. <laughs> Romanian uh, gymnast. Sorry. So uh, we're hearing about because of the uh, women's inequality thing. Yeah, we were we were talking about uh, uh, things where women make more than men. Like probably the sport of gymnastics. I'm guessing women would make more than men. Like Nadia Comaneci, I would guess wound up making more money in her career than Bart Connor. But they were married at one time. So they're married right now. Are they still married? Yes, That's what we were just arguing they're about. Still married. Yeah. Yes. Uh, happily in love, I believe. And uh, it's kind of a cool pairing, right? Uh, yeah. Mary Lou Retton made uh, more than... I mean, she was on Wheaties boxes. Oh my gosh, and she, yes. she was probably the biggest star of the 84 games. Sure. Uh, so it, it reminded Stu that he once had to do a massive report on yeah. Romania. Seventh grade. <laughs> That's uh, where so many of the great... If you remember back in the Olympic days of the 70s and 80s, Romanians were the great gymnasts. Right. So seventh grade, uh, we get a, an assignment called Adopt a Country. Now, adopt a country would indicate you were choosing the country you wanted to adopt, which was not the case. They were assigning <laughs> the countries to you. So everyone else in the class is getting, like, you, England, 
you know, <laughs> Soviet stuff Union, to say about those countries. France. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. but pre-internet days, coming up with a 100-page report, 100 pages on Romania was not easy. So you got Nadia Comaneci. So I've got the, Nadia, and then you got Olga Corbett. Right. Yes. Right. And what Olga, I did, right. the first thing I did was put literally every single result from every single Romanian gymnast mm -hmm. in this mm -hmm. report. And you, there was a way that they had you could pad your results a little bit. To, you know, it wasn't 100 written pages, but it was like you could pad it with some of your research. So I, had, I got to like, I don't know, 50 or 60 pages. I was out of stuff. I mean, I had nothing left. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to write? It's freaking Romania. I had nothing to say about it. I didn't know anything about the leadership. I didn't know anything about communism at the time. I was in seventh grade. I didn't know anything about this. Nikolai Krzyzewski would have been right. interesting. Would have been interesting. And I probably did put him in there at some point, but I didn't have enough. And mm. it's not like now where you can just go and search the name and come up with unlimited research. You had to go. I had to dig through National Geographic magazines to try to find stories about Romania. And so I was about 30 or 40 pages short, and I came up with a... I swear, 36-page article about the caviar fishermen of Romania. <laughs> i got to find that story. It's probably now on the Internet. Probably is. If someone can find that, tweet it to me, at World of Joy. I'd love to see it. it was, the it caviar was, fishermen of Romania. Was that was the title. The caviar story. fishermen of Romania. 36 pages on that? I, it, that's what I remember. It would be interesting to see how close this uh, memory is, because it could be 10 pages. I don't know. <laughs> but it was, I remember it being 36 pages, and I put all of it. In the report, so there's mm -hmm. it was like six a sixty page report with thirty six pages of the caviar fishermen of Romania with no comments. It was just <laughs> I just put every page in the stupid report. That's acceptable. A hundred page report. A report. Yeah, and I got whatever. a C a C or a C plus on it. But it could be a hundred page report for a seventh grader. That's a lot. It's a little excessive, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, I think mean, so. come on. And on Romania, yeah. there, there was gymnasts and caviar fishermen. That's it. That's all there is. <laughs> I was not a good student at the time. You could have gone into the Stasi police, maybe. I mean, maybe go into that. I don't. I barely know anything about that now. You know, so Chichesco, I do like the story of. Started out in the that. KGB and the Stasi, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, you could have concluded that in your. Uh, it would have been timely had we known each other then. You could have told me. Could have told you about that. It would have been a little creepy though. Yeah. At that time. <laughs> Probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing hanging out with a seventh grader? <laughs> just talking Romania. Just talking fourteen-year-old gymnasts. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Is that a problem? Uh, all right. Here's from Mental Floss. You want to do this tomorrow? Well, I mean, we're not going to have time, I don't think. Yeah, you're probably right. We we're going to talk tomorrow about the uh, uh, Back to the Future technologies. Back to the Future 2 technologies yeah. that may become reality. This is a big thing because uh, the the date that Michael J. Fox went uh, back to the future, when he went to the future, where Biff's uh, had uh, altered the future, was in 2015. I want to say it was, it's like October 21st. Yeah, 2015, that's right. Oh, my and, gosh, it was yesterday. Yeah, that's why I heard the story next year. yesterday. Right, yesterday, yeah. next year. So we're less than a year away. Now, one of the, one of the interesting things that people have noted is when uh, Michael J. Fox lands, he sees that Miami has beaten Chicago, the Cubs, or the other way around. Chicago has beaten Miami in the World Series. At the time, there was no, there was Miami, no Miami. And and for so eventually that's there was right. Florida. Oh, they made right. the Florida Marlins. Then they changed the name to, to Miami. Miami. So while the, the symbols aren't exactly right, could the Cubs break out of their 100-year streak next year? No. Probably the future. Although they look good. They're starting to look good. Um, and then uh, the other thing was uh, hoverboards. People have been trying to make a hoverboard so that Mattel can release it by 2015. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they don't have one on, online. But someone has invented one now that can uh, hover over a track 
um, of reverse like reverse magnets, and you can it will hover actually over, but it's a track. It's not the can same. Can you thing. stand on it? You can stand on it supposedly. Again, this is just a report, that's but cool. it's nothing that's going to be manu mass manufactured. I don't think in time. Well, you look at some of this stuff, like a biometric thumbprint scanner. We have that that's now. Already. I mean, that's 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 nothing to us now. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So we'll go through uh, some of this. Some of it will amaze you because we're we're already there. So uh, we'll share that with you tomorrow. I'm Patton Stu. See you then. Don't uh, milk any male goats. <laughs> <laughs> or a tag sin jar. <laughs> <laughs>